What's up, everybody? Thanks for listening. My name's Doug, and this is the Brewer Table Podcast. I'm a singular brewer. Mm. I'm the brewer. What's up, guys? This is Doug, and you're listening to the Brewer's Table Podcast. On today's episode, we got my boy Garrett Hardy from Hippie Camper to come on and talk about his business and joining Beezer. So Garrett, nice to have you today. Yeah, good to be here. <laughs> What's your day like today? Uh, what all do you have, have going on? Went to three on? stores before 10 a.m., uh, made a few juices. To get groceries? Yes. Fun. Fruit? Grapefruit. Hard to find right now, hmm. oddly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're doing a fall juice. It's grapefruit, pomegranate, ginger, and pear. <coughs> it's pretty popular. Ooh. Sorry. That just ruined my whole train of thought. Wrong pipe. <coughs> Way to go. <laughs> don't, please don't cough on me. <coughs> I, don't, right. I don't appreciate that. Ooh, sorry about that. Or on the mic. We don't want to have to go to a mask policy on the podcast. Yep, so uh, you brought some juices for us. Yeah, I brought uh, all of our popular ones, uh, Mikey, Donnie, Shredder, and then the fall one, like I mentioned, the Splinter, and our Blueberry Lemonade. We try to keep the lemonade seasonal. Uh, but like blue- a rotating? Yeah, yeah, we'll do watermelon, mango, pineapple, just regular old lemonade. Now we're doing blueberry, so people seem to like the blueberries, so we've kind of been re- repeating that. Yeah. If you put blueberry on anything, I swear to God. Yeah, people love it. They go ape shit. Mm-hmm. But actual blueberries aren't delicious, you know? So right. It's weird Yeah. how that works. I eat blueberries in my little fruit bowl yeah. every day. I try to add some in. It's good. Antioxidants yeah. are important. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, for those of you that do not know, Hippie Camper is a plant-based food truck here in Huntsville. You guys have just passed your one-year mark six months ago, mm-hmm. so you're one and a half in. Yep. Tell me how it feels. Good. We started in April of 2019, so a little over a year and a half into it, and just been pushing through COVID and trying to get out to as many places as we can. Since some of our events kind of got canceled and the crowds haven't been as big, we've had to uh, kind of revamp the schedule from last year. So. We've gotten to more more places and more customers, but we've had to com- kind of change our model as far as scheduling is concerned. Are they still doing the restaurant or uh, neighborhood uh, stuff? Those slowed down. It was really popular whenever yeah. COVID first hit. really cool. Yeah, and, uh-huh. the, and the restaurants kind of closed down for a few weeks. We were able to go to the neighborhoods, their clubhouses, the HOAs invited us out, and that worked well for people who were kind of quarantining and staying. Yeah, it's really neat to have food truck in the neighborhood yeah. olive bacon came out to ours some pizza yeah was, i mean uh, really neat to see they were coming as far as athens too because we had them we had them where i work yeah. yeah we were going to harvest and and bailey cove and madison and all over town yeah meridianville well i'm proud of you for hunkering down and yeah getting through it man. thanks man Props. yeah i mean it's the only way to do it some people close down and try to push through it and do the unemployment route and that was I the mean, floppiest set of nucks I've ever had for you right there. Well, I mean, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> it was either that or, you know, go under the second year. So I think the the right attitude was to 
act like it's not even happening and just yeah. you know how besides you, the the ppe and wearing the mask in the truck and you know how do you make money anyway yeah yeah exactly just keep pushing through the adversity where are y'all at as far as uh comparison to last year i know it's irrelevant but uh it's hard to uh, to put a number on it because of the because of covid so uh first year was startup second year is pandemic so hopefully third, third year we have be, a little basis for yeah. the fourth year but right. i mean i think if you've made if you can make it through this you should be even better on the other end right because it proves that that you have a, a good product that people are too. still yeah exactly <laughs> and to be so young and people still you know support us but then every day someone new finds us right or uh, a regular comes so it's like the word's getting out there and we're we're doing the best we can right now so on sundays i don't know how much longer the camp is doing farmers market but four more four more of those yeah. that's from two to six uh over at mid one to five now that's one, fall one to five yeah uh you guys take monday off we usually uh prep and juice and whatnot for the week on monday and tuesday since it's usually a slow monday, you know tuesday. yeah industry yeah. is slow on monday and tuesday so we try to focus on the latter part of the week and the weekends and working Saturday and Sundays because that's when people can get out anyway. So. Are your Wednesdays, are those pretty locked down? Yeah, we uh, we try to go to uh, local businesses, uh, neighborhoods, uh, Piper and Leaf, local around downtown, just to try to give people the option to get to us, you know. Yeah. They can't find us if we're not out. So. Right. Uh, and then Thursday. Thursday's a pretty big day for us. It's always consistent. We do the Huntsville Hospital Farmers Market every morning. It's on the corner of Madison and uh, Governors. That'll can, continue through the winter. They're they're pushing it through November, so I think we'll we got a good season between March and November <coughs> with the markets and events and stuff. So we try to work hard for eight or nine months and then kind of pump the brakes and recover for a few months and work on the Steam. camper and menu concepts. Yeah, you so. guys rebuilt the whole interior. Yeah, I mean. Last last winter. The first year was a, a experiment, so we had to figure out what worked and it was, it's always an experiment. We're constantly taking stuff out, adding stuff and stuff's breaking, we're fixing it, improving it. So it's constant process of, you know, try to find the best, the best way that works for us. So what about Fridays? Fridays, uh, they started up a Oakwood Farmers Market uh, over on the campus. It's called. It's right by the new Oakwood Farms Market, actually. So every Friday from 12 to 5, they have a farmers market. We like to do that now. Uh, it's been pretty good for us because a lot of the Seventh Day, most Seventh Day Adventists are vegetarian. So that's really their only option is you know vegan vegetarian restaurants, and there's a good crowd of those that show up there for the community. Those restaurants or the, the people? Well, there's uh, meal prep places and, and oh, farms right. and, and uh, us, and, and the, their actual market has a bistro in it. So there's probably six or seven vegetarian vegan options at that one market. Oh, so that's cool. Yeah, that's, so it's picking up some pace. It definitely is. People I are think. starting to realize that it just it doesn't mean salad. No, know? no. We've never uh, had a salad on right. our menu. Uh, I think that's kind of the stereotype of vegan is leaves. grass. Yeah. yeah. Which is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. there's so many options nowadays it's just that you can. Uneducated population. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. About it. Yeah. Uh, Which is all I had to do was do my research and, you know, uh, 
figure out the best route and figure out i mean not all vegan vegetarian plant-based food is healthy but it's not a dead animal so it's, right it's, it's better for you than that option right um do y'all have any lockdowns on saturday that you do saturday every saturday we do the madison city farmers market uh off hughes road it is from 9 to 12 now it's usually 8 to 12 until we hit october and then it goes from 9 to 12 but uh, at that hospital market on Thursdays and at the Madison City Farmers Market, we kind of pop up in a tent. Uh, so we have a, a limited menu, but it's still it's still a lot of our good stuff, like our hot tamale and our chickpea salad and juices and granola and salsa. So we uh, we we aren't allowed to bring the food truck to certain markets, but we still try to get out there and offer our product. Yep. Uh, and that seems to be probably where you you get a good blend of new and continuous right. customers frequent customers yeah yeah because it's uh i mean you always sell out of M- madison yeah every time yeah exactly it's uh it's a good market for us and uh it's got a lot of vendors it's been around for a long time so it's it's pretty established and that was a good route for us to take was to get into the farmers market circuit and that's kind of how we got our name out there that was we we were in the markets before we had the food truck and right we just wanted people to be aware of us before the truck rolled out because once they saw the camper, then they knew it was legit. Legit, yeah. yeah. It looks legit. Yeah, it's, it's that a, Jeep looks legit too. I know. Now. Well, you know, have to. Yeah, it uh, needs to. Uh, it's got to pull that camper, so yeah. it needs to be a tank. What uh, what can everybody expect from Hippie Camper here? Uh, I know you and Daniel have had a little time to talk about things. What yeah. Are, what are you What are you guys uh, looking into doing? Uh, excited about we want to partner with you in in beer uh we'd like to do a lot of collaborations with our juice and our granola and stuff like that and uh i think daniel's got a lot of experience he's 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 been in the vegan world before vegetarian so he has a lot of advice and ideas for us i think it's going to be a good collaboration i got a pretty good team of three or four women that are coming in to to help out so I think uh, from what I've learned from Daniel I think we'll all make a good team and I'd like to offer a few menu items uh, such as our populars which are hot tamale maybe the meatball sub and pimento cheese that we make out of cashews uh, maybe the chickpea some hash browns I think it's rotating or I think there will be probably two or three consistent items on each level of the menu like shareables and entrees and maybe a dessert um, Vegan charcuterie. Vegan charcuterie yeah. will always be a, an option. You, you made one of those, and that was yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah that man. was so good. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, probably a bigger spread than, than most charcuterie boards with yeah. meat and cheese on it. Right. So there's definitely a lot of options. There's more uh, fruits and vegetables out there than there are meat and cheeses. So I think it's a, it should be a, a, a big part of your diet. Right. Uh, yeah, we're uh, – I just – I miss not getting to eat your food every day. I know. Uh, well, here you will be able to. I know. You might get tired of it. Well, I'm That's why we want to rotate. Yeah. 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 I think that'll be important to get some different rotational specials. That's kind of what we're trying to achieve across the board, though. Like, Beer-wise, too. Beer's going to be constantly rotating, but the food, we're going to have our standards, you know, a couple tacos, a couple pizzas that are always here. Staples. And then let Daniel play. Kind of scratch kitchen. Let you guys play. Yeah, everything scratch kitchen. Yeah. Uh, scratch materials. So, 
do a lot of local. Really as excited about it. Yeah. Uh, we we get to go out for lunch usually once a week, uh, and we try to go somewhere different every time. So <clears> our, <throat> our we're getting kind of limited. Right. Um, and I'm pretty tired of peanut butter jellies, but I love them. I eat one every day. Yep. Uh, it's good for you. Yeah. Good sugars. Yeah. Uh, so, you got a little stout over there. Yes, delicious. 10%. So, a nice collab already yeah, before the doors open. That was a big imperial breakfast stout that I brewed. Um, and we used 50 pounds of hippie granola. Yeah. That we gave them some spent grain for that particular batch of granola. Um, we mixed with our uh, extra thick rolled oats to kind of still give it some of the granola texture. Right. So it wasn't all grain. And there was apples in there. There was uh, walnuts. I pecans, saw pecans. Sunflower seeds. Um, cinnamon, maple syrup. Dates. A, little, a few dates. Yeah. Uh, that sucker was good stuff. a son of it's a bitch. It's got some golden raisins. Uh, but it's popular on the truck. We dehydrate all the nuts, and then we mix everything together and dehydrate the granola. It is gluten-free, sugar-free, and uh, it's easily digestible. Processed sugar-free. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's got maple syrup, and, and that's fr- the only sweetener. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the apples. But yeah. That's Nat- a, natural that's, that's a common misconception, fructose and glucose. So Right. Yeah. People think fruit sugar isn't good for you. No, it's just different. as white table sugar. Yeah. So it's not the same. It's not the same. Your body doesn't think it's the right. Same. Exactly. Um, so do you, do you? I know your mom has. Uh, she's a certified raw chef. Yeah, Luann right? Hardy. She is my mother. She is the, the, the chef for Hippie Camper. She went to raw vegan school in 2019 and got a lot of good experience and recipes and and brought that back and we've incorporated some of that into our menu. We weren't. Uh, I mean, I knew raw vegan was pretty scary vegan itself in the south is kind of intimidating so raw vegan i knew it wasn't time where this isn't la or Denver yeah. or you know miami oh, so but it is it's, <laughs> it's kind of la yeah it's getting there uh but i think uh plant-based is kind of broad and it's not so scary it doesn't have that stigma that veganism does around it so yeah. uh meat eaters vegans vegetarian Anybody can come up, but if you are a true vegan, you understand what plant-based means, and you know nothing on the menu is going to have any animal products. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sh- you, know, you have to you have to explain to a lot of people that does that pimento have cheese? Right. No Karen. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> there is no cow's milk in our pimento cheese. Yeah. You can make nuts out, or milk out of nuts. Yeah. So and it's really good, and you yeah. don't even know the difference. To like, go to the milk section, and you're uh, supermarket nowadays, half of it's coconut, almond, oat, right. uh, hazelnut. I mean, you can find any kind of milk. So you guys make a nut milk too. Yes, that we do. Be I think it would be with. a good uh, a good option to add into. Talk a little bit about the process behind that, because it sounds weird. Right, right. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Just the name in yeah. itself, nut milk. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But it is, uh, it's it's not a hard process. You basically just soak the nuts in milk and they kind of get softer and blend that together and add in vanilla powder. Uh, you can add in cacao powder to make it chocolate milk. Uh, 
You can add in dates to make it caramel milk. You can add strawberries. I mean, you can kind of pretty much play with it and kind of make any kind of milk you want from the base. But you can make it with any kind of nut, too, and that changes the the flavor. You can make it with cashews. It's another thing that has no sugar. Right, yeah, macadamia. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's better than than most milks, and I think that will be something that we can uh, highlight here at the brewery is in-house nut milks. I think that would be a good addition to lattes because most people nowadays don't even use I haven't half had and half or real milk, milk or in, yeah. Exactly. In a long time. So uh I think nut milks could be pretty pretty popular here. Agreed. Even selling in in bulk, you know, like right. the old milkman used to do, we could fill up your growler with nut milks to take yeah. it home. So So in the mornings when we open up uh for Northside Coffee at seven, we may have a grab and go uh breakfast selection you know we'll start out with very limited you know three or four of each of three or four different kinds of things yeah, maybe hash browns or uh, know, yeah hash brown tamales. casserole that's well, your probably popular breakfast item yeah most popular um and then maybe a breakfast burrito is a i yeah. think a, a no-brainer mm-hmm. um but yeah we're, i mean juices just granola. just anticipate seeing a couple offerings from you guys yeah and you also have, yeah you also have the opportunity to use this as a testing grounds right with a clientele that's very open mm-hmm. uh, to trying new things you know right. most people are going to come in here once they get the hang of it expecting to try a beer that maybe they haven't tried before with you know some food that's a new rotating special mm-hmm. on the menu from champagne taco and you know Maybe you could a, come in here every day and try something. Maybe different. a vegan, yeah, cauliflower crust pizza with jackfruit or something. Right. You know, um, yeah. there's just opportunities are endless. Yeah. And we have a lot of ideas that we haven't been able to. Uh, yeah, we got to guinea pig it out. Yeah, come to fruition uh, because of the size well, that we're in right now. You guys can't guinea pig it because right. it's an animal. But we'll, we'll guinea pig it. <laughs> good one. Uh, I thought it was good. Uh, Poor so, guinea pigs. Kind of explain what a commissary kitchen is. Okay, yeah, it's a uh, a lot of people don't understand that when you open up a food truck or a catering company or something that you have to have a commissary kitchen, a health department approved kitchen that you work out of and prep and cook and, and park and, you know, drain and store and because obviously the truck's not big enough to do all those things. Right, right now, where are you guys at? We are over 72 East. It's called Burnt Knuckle Kitchen. It is uh, Manic Organic. Basically, he, he runs that kitchen. He he bought it a, or leased it a few years ago and turned it into a commercial kitchen. And so there's, there's eight or nine trucks over there, right? Uh, there's five or six food trucks, five or six caterers. Oh, wow. Uh, it, it's a pretty big operation. And yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's been a great experience. But in the back of my mind, I always knew this was kind of something that was going to be the future. Happening, yeah. Yeah, so it's taken a little longer than everyone anticipated. But, yeah. you know, I think it's going to be worth it in the long run. Yeah, it's a big big job. Big project, yeah. Um, we're really excited about yeah. it. Yeah, and we've always kind of been, you know, affiliated and, and you know, meeting constantly and yeah. throwing around ideas. And this has always been in the works for the past um, three years. I yeah. mean, we met April of, was it 17 at Blue Pants? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy. And that was my first, basically, business plan concept meeting. Yeah. Because you called me and told me my friend, or one of our good friends, Nathan Smith, had a 
camper for sale. <laughs> and it was an old barbecue pull behind 25 footer. It was way too big. Yeah. So uh, that, that didn't note. work out, that but that was pass. a right. Yeah, hard pass. That was a good, you know, introduction to kind of get the wheels rolling. And we did it. Me and my mom started did a thinking lot of, about it. Yeah. Me and my mom, mom did a lot of traveling, and uh, I did a lot of research, and noticed that a lot of the towns similar to Huntsville around the south, such as Chattanooga or Asheville, North Carolina, uh, they all have a, more than one sit-down vegan restaurant. Yeah. Because uh, the younger the, the younger crowd. I mean, and and the way that Huntsville's growing. And becoming more aware, I think it's definitely necessary it's to not have your the option. quintessential southern town. Anymore. No, it's really not. I mean, you could, that's obvious with the beer scene. I yeah, mean, there's so many, so many options now, as far as things to do, and it's only getting bigger as the population grows. Right. So I think once we become the biggest city in Alabama, that, I mean, we'll have the infrastructure by the time. Right. To live up to that name. Right. So do you see you guys? What's your, what's your business long-term goal? You know, maybe five years or eight years or ten years from now, what are you what are you expecting? I would honestly like to have a fully vegan uh, commissary kitchen, food hall, like nothing in the building is has animal products. Kind of right. like Mason Dixon, you don't have to worry about gluten in right. their facility. Uh, it's there. There's so few commissary kitchens as it is. There's no way you I would find a kitchen that's never had meat in it right so i'd like to build that from the ground up and kind of have solid options for the the vegan caterers and meal right. prep and how many trucks or, how many others are doing all vegan right now in huntsville that you're <sighs> that you know of i mean obviously you started it and we all know that not true not true <laughs> chef will he was uh he's been around for a while he's in low mill he's he's been doing this thing for a good good bit and he's uh Farm to table, uh, gourmet, uh, white hat chef. I mean, he's he's legitimate. But our idea was to kind of make it more accessible than one location, yep. a little more mobile, right? Uh, a little quicker. Yep. We want it to kind of be like a fast food version of a vegan restaurant. That's fair. So it's almost like a drive-through, just with your feet, you know. Right. So it's uh, it's been a good business model for the pandemic because we can get to different locations and yeah. make our own schedule. I mean, it's and, nice not to be locked down. Right, definitely. I, I don't have to pay a lease, and, right. and I'm not stuck in one spot and waiting for people to come to me. I kind of get to the you people. Go get it. Right, exactly. So that's what we've been doing, getting it. Um, I didn't know that about that the future. Was, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, that's 10-year plan. Future. Yeah. 10 years, I think I think we could get there in half the time. I do too, but you know, you gotta have some kind of goal. Well, this shit, we, I gotta, mean, we gotta get rolling. Yeah, if here. it wasn't for this, yeah, already beat. Like, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Even with the pandemic, I feel like you've already grown. I know quite a bit in a very short time. Definitely, yeah. it's uh, the response. Has do you been feel awesome. that? Yeah, I do. I think the response has been really overwhelming, and uh, every day it it's new customers and new people calling from. I mean, it's crazy how many area codes I get on my phone that are that call me on a daily basis. New York, California, Illinois, Maine. I mean, there's huh. all kind of transplants. And it's not just that, it's traveling through town. So right. I, when I'm not out, I have to say go to Honest, they have one thing on their menu. Right. So from here on out, it'll be like, come to Beezer and you'll get a full experience of right. everything we can offer basically. Yeah. So we'd like to have the food truck out back every, you know, late night or, or right. you know, your downtime or, or food cart yeah, yeah stuff like that so yeah. i think there's definitely a lot of options and growth here 
so we have the space for it and the the mines and the uh i think the collaborations are going to be big so yeah getting the name out there yeah. for everybody uh future is bright right. my favorite beer that we've done together has got to be garrett carrot oh yes uh and that will be making a debut probably first of the year yeah. uh we've got the rest of the year planned out as far as beer releases go but it's uh we did it last year, last summer. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got Mikey juice. Yeah, which is orange, pineapple, carrot, and a little bit of turmeric root. And it's fucking good. Yeah, it's really uh, good. It's like orange. a like a healthier orange juice. Yeah, bright orange. It is really good. Um, yeah. So we did a... Is it a sour? It was a, uh, yeah, Berliner Weiss style, uh, low 4% ABB, ABV, and... Uh, <laughs> alcohol by volume it was really really nice uh, by far it my, was, my it was favorite my, so far it was my favorite not just because it has mine from lab 105 i think right altogether but uh that is just part of what we can do right i mean yeah it's, it's endless just as far as juices yeah. and not very many um, uh, brewers have well and we did the purple one too right the great yeah the donnie it's great that was good yeah that was good yeah and we put that on nitro it's pretty uh it was pretty yep <laughs> It was nice and glowing. That matters. Uh, big froth stuck around. So, yeah, the opportunities are, are endless. Endless with yeah. with what we're. And I to think do. the uh, the whole fresh juice into into beer is game changer. I yeah. mean, no more. Oh yeah. Adding in concentrates or. Right. You still can when you you need uh, spices and stuff if you can't get, but. As far as the yeah, fruit mean, juice flavor, beer's not supposed to be sweet, so if we add in a good bit of our juice just to get the color and, and the essence and some of the flavor from it, then that's the goal, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. I've always wanted to do uh, Fresh juice? avocado kolsch. Oh, really? Ooh. Interesting. Uh, Maybe like an avocado lime lager? Yeah. That'd be good. For that would be uh, Cinco. Yeah. Good idea. So, uh, I've been thinking about how we can work that. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got that recorded now, so I won't yep. forget. Yep. Uh, I think we could pull it off. I'm but like some of the juices I brought you this winter, it's uh, I was uh, I mean, calling about you, earlier. Yeah. If you throw that in into an avocado lager like that, yeah, with a little bit of that heat, uh, that celery. Some, I think avocado. Uh, I think even some of the juices and beer combos could be almost a mimosa style yeah. thing oh, for yeah. the breakfast to yep. kind of mm -hmm. lower the ABV but give you a little bit of, you know, a uh, good feeling in the morning for brunch. Well, so. and yeah, nice. to have uh, a juicer back there that we can operate, you know, for uh, simple syrups for behind the bar, mm -hmm. uh, fresh lime juice, fresh lemon juice, orange juice, right. uh, you know, across the board, all of our mixers won't be coming out of a can no. i can assure you that yeah um uh, so it's just another one of those you know aspects that makes top it level experience yeah i mean all of all the juice that we're going to use across the board is going to be coming straight out from from the juicer our juice corner manufacturer in the back yes. yeah um, we already do it so why not uh incorporate it into the beer right i mean it, it just adds a level of freshness that you you only of. realize once you've had it. Right. And then if it's taken away, you're like, mm, it's just not the same. I honestly didn't know the whole extract thing until 
we, we made the sour with our juice. Yeah. I didn't know that was a, a common thing. That people didn't just people add didn't actually yeah, use real fresh stuff. Juice. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I understand the price and the, but I mean, to, in order to get what we're trying to get here as far as fresh, I think that's the, that's the, that's one of the key ingredients. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you'll notice a big theme at Beezer in general is going to be fresh and education. Yeah. On site. Yeah. Not only do we want everything to be as fresh as possible, but we want you to know how it was made. and We want you to know why it's better. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and I think, I think our front of house staff is fully aware of that, and they're, uh, they're just as excited as we are to, you know, help set a standard here in town that's not being not being pushed right now uh, right everybody you know oh, it's almost great like another, hit our burger, ceiling. another burger joint you right. know another sports bar cool right. um i mean we'll have three tvs in here but this is a eight thousand square foot space right. like it's not a sports not, bar yeah we're not a sports bar we're not pushing we're it. not a pub um uh, everything's elevated at beezer and we want you to come get elevated with us. Yeah, I mean we don't we don't have many TVs in here because we don't want to distract you with TVs yeah. from everything else that's Auburn going football on. Because all football sucks. Well, beside the point. Is there anything that you want to try here that you haven't talked about? The like nuts. The, the nut milks we uh, attempted it the first year and just because of the operation as far as moving around we just weren't ready for it uh we wanted to focus on the juices and stuff that we knew wouldn't hit and i knew this was in the future so i think i wanted to not ruin roll it, it out right yeah, i think i want to roll it out right and make it more make more sense with the coffee and the, the, the creamer and yeah. the latte tie it all together tie it all together yeah so you can come here and you can get a uh, dairy-free latte with uh, your choice of nut milk. Yeah, you can get uh, all made in house. Right, all R- made in coffee house. roasted in house. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, there's... we even are making some coffee cups in the kitchen. So the coffee cups will even be made in house. Wow. No, just, just blew my mind. Just kidding. No. That's a bit extravagant. That would be epic. Uh, so other than nut milk, anything that you haven't tried that. Uh. You, anything you haven't rolled out <clears throat> to the public that you and your mom and Kristen have done and you're like man this just hits it but we can't execute it on the truck uh i think there's a lot of things that we've done that we could add to as far as like the barbecue jackfruit we'd like to do a stuffed potato version of that so uh, good Ooh. Uh, we want to make a, a a vegan pizza option uh with uh maybe barbecue or buffalo jackfruit we could do a buffalo jackfruit pizza yeah uh we'd like to have a few different taco options on the menu uh, we kind of want to have options that you have but vegan you know so right it's going to be the champagne taco kitchen you can get pizza you can get tacos but you can also get a vegan, a vegan option, option of those yeah. or you can get some of our staples that we vegan offer on sub, the truck yeah. like yeah, food truck can only be out a few hours a day so say we're out for lunch but you want to have us for dinner you can come here and and get a coffee or a beer and one of our dishes yeah so we'll also be open to customer suggestions uh if you like it tell us if you don't like it tell us i mean you're not going to hurt our feelings uh we just want honesty so we can you know make it better uh 
we want you to be happy. But I don't think it'll get out of the kitchen without us trying it. And no, not Acknowledging at all. whether it's good. Everybody or bad. has different uh, palates, though. Sure. So, right. Uh, that, that's what is it too hot, too salty? Yeah. Uh, you know. So there, there's just different aspects like that that we're open to improvement. Yeah. Because well, we are so new. Yeah. I mean, coming from the perspective of someone who has a uh, like my mother, she has a lot of medical conditions that mm-hmm. have basically forced her to be vegan. Mm-hmm. Like she just right. Anything else is... It's the only way. It's just unhealthy. Yeah. It's not good for her at all. Mm -hmm. So knowing that she can come here and my dad can be happy and he can get some food... That's kind of the idea. Drink some beer and then she can come with him and Mm -hmm. actually enjoy her time and not just get... And put something in it. Right. Get her a plate of something. uh, Most of the time she's forced to just get the most basic salad that they have and just... Hold the cheese, hold the egg, hold the bacon. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Now she can, she can actually come somewhere with my dad, and they can have a good date night, and she can actually try some good food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and not make it herself. Well, right. and that you know that's the same story that we wanted for the for the the whole space. You know, Beezer. yeah, the social exchange. Well, uh, from a brewery perspective, most women don't go to breweries with their husbands because they don't like beer. Mm-hmm. So you have to offer wine or cider or seltzers or cocktails or champagne or juices or whatever it may be but you have to be tailoring to the non-craft beer fan as well especially in today's market so for your mom to come out you know maybe she doesn't like beer but she can drink something that also makes her feel good Mm -hmm. yeah and she's happy about it and yeah, so the meat and potatoes guy can come, yeah. and uh, you know the the healthy guy, the girl. I mean, it, and you can get the anybody, the fake meatball, and still have potatoes. Beats meatball. Beats meatball. Uh, but they're so good. Uh, they're I better mean, than any meatball so, I had before uh, this experience. Agreed. So Ron's really been pushing on a spaghetti squash Some noodles pasta. with um, with meatballs and marinara, oh, and oh. it's. Such an easy push mm-hmm. to just. We throw, already have the meatballs. We just right. don't want to, to just throw your meatballs on there, and that's an easy vegan substitute for one of the main items that he wants on the menu. Right. I, don't I just don't know. think he he knows it yet. I right. don't even know why we'd use real meat when we have the option of right. his mm-hmm. meatballs. Yeah. Like, I really especially don't. with the the spaghetti squash noodles. Like right. if, if you're already going that direction, just go full throttle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, it may be zucchini noodles. Uh, I think that's easier to um, predict, like, do in mass. Yeah, yeah, from a procedure standpoint, but some uh, kind of healthy, but still, I mean, based noodle. I mean, the whole menu is so simple; it's going to be really easy to substitute a jackfruit for a right. barbacoa. Right. You know, or even if it's not on the menu as an option, it, we'll, we'll be able to do it. For right. You. Or, right. A, right. or a, instead of a house crust, it's a cauliflower crust mm-hmm. for the gluten free. Right. Um, and so if you want vegan cheese on your pizza. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> we have it. Right. Uh, throw, throw pimento on there. Right. I mean, I mean, that would be dope. We're working on a uh, uh, vegan queso. It's going to be pretty Ooh, fantastic. Sick. That is very hard to find around here or anywhere, honestly. Yeah. Uh, vegan queso dip. Didn't know it was possible. Yeah. It is. Three um, amigos. Collab. Maybe. Maybe. We could do a trio dip. Yeah. <laughs> Dos amigos salsa. Uh, hippie camper 
uh, vegan queso and some homemade in-house Alvo. guac. Yeah. There you go. We could even make our own tortilla chips if we want to. Yeah, that's uh, something we've been throwing back and forth. It's just so much better, but we have to dedicate a fryer to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and no. the fryer can't have meat. Right. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're we're really really cautious. Luckily, you know, like you said, Daniel's been involved in vegan and mm-hmm. uh, vegetarian, so he has that mutual knowledge, res- the, the knowledge and the mutual respect. Right. Of I'm not gonna do one, say one thing and do another. Right. I'm not gonna put these people, not just at risk, but mentally at risk. Mm-hmm. You know, it just there is a, I'm not gonna sabotage there. There is a common misconception. You know when. Well, impossible whopper. Yeah. They fry it on the same grill. Exactly. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's not cool. All the death is still there. If you say you're going to do it, you know, you got to do it all the way. Um, And you got to be prepared to have, you know, come on back here. I will show you this fucking fryer. Right. And Mm -hmm. they're like nothing on our menu. Not trying to hide anything. Yeah. Nothing on the menu pushes towards a fried meat stick. Right. You know, Um, and just, I mean... It just sounds gross, even if you're not fried meat. Like, <laughs> yummy. Yeah. So we're we're fully conscious uh, and ex- and very aware of all of the. Uh, and and luckily, I've had all of the. Uh, not all, but I've had a, most of the questions or complaints or already. Yeah, the yeah. first year and a half. So I I think we're prepared for. Even more. Even more. Yeah. Fresh. Right. Fresh takes. Right. Fresh yeah. takes, yeah. yeah. Because there was gonna be a crowd in here even that has, doesn't even yeah. know who we are. It is. Right. So. Yeah. So they're gonna come in and say, you know, I've Who's seen I've seen Hippie Camper but I've never been in a position to try it. Mm-hmm. I'm well, not just not in a position, but I've never felt good enough about trying it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always been scared of right. the vegan attack. Stigma. Yeah. Yeah, stigma. Uh, but now I'm lubed up got a couple beers in me and i'm really fucking hungry and that meatball sub looks really good mm-hmm. i'm gonna get it and i'm gonna change your I'm mind gonna love it right and i'm gonna chow it down and i'll probably you know i'll come see you next time you're you're downtown because i work right, yeah, next right. Door. that's what it's all about is for people to come in here and try something new and tell their friends about it who then come and yeah and kind of word of mouth and, right and organically Organic. which is how this whole uh this whole project it, has been organic. it really has i mean um, ever since our first meeting I mean, it's just kind of, it's kind of just turned into this, which is crazy to be inside having a podcast about maybe being open in 30 days. Not even. Yeah, so that's wild. I mean, looking at this place from where it was, I mean, we we met in here, we met down there, we just had to move our meeting spaces all over this this (laughs) space. Construction zone. Yeah, around construction, so uh, it's definitely cool to see it all finally coming together yeah cool experience we're very very close yeah uh we're hoping that uh we can get get some inspection accomplished um probably into next week beginning of the next so we could very well be looking at first week of november wow um at least getting some some of the menu items Mm -hmm. cooked yeah well Uh, they're out there cleaning the front of the building right now which is a huge step so yep. signage can go up signage, and the, the signage will be up before the end of the week outdoor our, seating our uh, patio stuff will be out there we'll get some uh get some dirt and plants in there from our buddy nathan 
at Cedar Nursery. Uh, we're going to have him on the show in a couple weeks. Uh, he's got some really good ideas I mean, it's, uh, uh, that he wants to do out here with us at, at Beezer. Uh, so some collaborations. Uh, that go way back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is like yeah, I mean, long we, time we, coming. We've all just, you know, been keeping our nose down and and working really hard and knowing that eventually we'll be able to do all these things that we want to do and be all the things that we've been talking about uh for years five at least five years yeah. ten years yeah um so it's crazy though but that that we've been you know this is the evolution in, in the process for so long and it's only just the beginning right like this, the doors aren't even open yet. Right. So it's taken five years to get to this point, which is the starting line. Right. So imagine what the finish line is going to look like. Yeah. This I is mean, definitely a long-term project for yeah. all of us that are involved. Oh. Yeah. Um, Marathon. Yeah. And which I think is the uh, that's the appropriate way to 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 do things. Yeah. That's slow the problem and, with a lot of companies. slow and steady. I was talking about that the other day, where where people uh, just build something nice put a lot of money into it but don't think of the menu or the just the the offerings or or the bathroom or the, the seating yeah. or the the, the natural light i mean there's just so many things so many since aspects. being in part of this project that you don't think about unless you're involved right like now i go into restaurants and i judge every aspect of yeah. it it so, sucks doesn't it yeah it does it's like i can't have a good time so imagine that and every and doing that for every fucking beer that you are ever served for the rest of your life. Right. I couldn't I, imagine. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah, I'll just drink them. Yeah. I, I just I'll just tell you if it's it. good or bad. Yeah. yeah. I, ugh, I hate it. But that's part of it, man. Yeah. Part of the hustle. Yeah. You got to know what's good, what's bad, and you got you to gotta be open-minded to try things. And You, you can't be afraid to uh, step out of your comfort zone oh, no. and disappoint some people if I mean, you're in your comfort zone you're already losing right yeah you got to be outside your comfort zone uh to make an impact yeah i mean nothing happens in in the comfort zone nope agreed um uh, so you gotta you gotta be willing to stay loose and pivot yeah pivot and acknowledge, definitely acknowledge. And we've learned a lot of pivoting I think that's a lot a of pivot people, foot that's the number strong. one small business word. It's got to be. And then everybody has learned how to pivot in the last unprecedented right. times. months. I, you, no matter and what. And some people haven't learned how to pivot, and you're seeing that all over Facebook right now. Pour one out to uh, Cross-Eyed Owl. Hate to see that. They're shutting the doors. Oh, no. Um, but Gone but not forgotten. Yep. Dang. Sad. Um, it's the first casualty locally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, the whole, the whole brewing industry has seen uh, a pretty significant closing scattered across the country. Well, I think uh, the food and beverage in general. I right. Mean, they're predicting what? I think this 60%? is this is just the beginning close? of oh, yeah. the. Well, the, people are living off of their their past right now. Right. Mm-hmm. So when, once that runs dry, if government support didn't come, right, then it's either shut down and you know, while you can or, crew more dead. Incredible. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. Luckily, the food truck uh, industry has been able to With take sand. advantage of it. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty good. I think y'all are in a good position. Yeah. 
uh, it was a good time to start before the pandemic. Right. Uh, but and also people are shifting towards a healthier lifestyle. Awareness. Or they were. Yeah. Uh, I think people get back in their their ways. Um, Which is fine, but I think as the population gets younger and the awareness is out there and they more yeah. documentaries. Right. Watch a documentary and I promise your oh, day man. will change. That's what did it for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's crazy what, what is acceptable out there to the human species. I mean, we've, yeah. we've, we've gone so low. It's just, I hope that we realize it one day and we can work our way out of that or it's too late, I'm, yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah. Well, so, it, our kids' kids, you know. Yeah. So. Um, not trying to get it. That's, uh, that's or, a conversation for, global warming. for a different then, day. You know, I, I know that we're all just chomping at the bit to be open and mm-hmm. get things going, but I do think that we got pretty lucky with uh, the timing of everything that's happened and how we've actually, instead of being, you know, opening right during the middle of all that, we've actually got to kind of take a back seat and kind of watch how it's Find played out. How everybody else and is doing things. Yeah, it give us a, a fighting chance for when we do open because now we know how to operate. Yeah, essentially. Exactly. We can open with the, the social distancing in mind the yeah, and lines. not have to, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's a good point. I think, I think, you know, we, Blessing really, in disguise. we really could have been yeah. in bad shape if it would have been, you know, I if, think we would have forced it. If we were it. on schedule uh, in April to have completion and, you know, hire everybody and then, boom, we're down for three months. That That's a... It's not an easy hole to climb out no, of. Right. No, right. No. Not a good start. So, so maybe we can start fresh and hopefully this... Yeah, we, we, plan on, we plan on being fully ready for everything that you have to throw at us when we open. That's the goal. That's the plan, anyway. That's why we got a team together that can handle yep. all the problems. Hell of a team. Yes. Hell of a team. That's uh, true. Can't do it without any anybody that's associated with, with our group right now. I think we're unstoppable. Yep, I agree. If we haven't been stopped yet. <laughs> God dang. Cross your fingers for the help department. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Garrett, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I'm man, sure thanks this for having will me. be your, uh, your last stop on the Brewer's Table podcast. Oh, no. No, we'll definitely have it. you on again. Uh, cool. But once once we get the doors open and we get some collabs under our belt, we'll be able to talk about those as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and until next time, everybody, drink fresh beer. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>